Hey friends, can't wait till Wednesdays to get your Modern Mamas fix. Join us on Patreon. You can choose your tier and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus content, early access to retreat, first peeks at new swag, plus shout outs and even real time monthly virtual hangs with us. Visit patreon.com forward slash modern mamas podcast to check it out and support the podcast. It truly means the world to us. We are so grateful for you and for this community. I love mama. Welcome to the Modern Mamas Podcast. We're two modern mamas with the goal to inspire, empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, and joy, no matter your journey, gender, or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I'm a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Hello and welcome to a catch-up episode. It has been a hot minute since Laura and I have gotten yeah. together, but a lot has happened since our last catch-up episode. <laughs> I can't even recall the actual date of our last catch-up episode. I feel like it was before Christmas. Before Christmas. I think you're right. right? The aired, yeah, because Emily's aired in between Christmas and New Year's, and then I had Indy on the first, and here we are on yeah. the February 1st recording. <laughs> I know. Well, and you did your birth story, which was yeah. solely dedicated to that. But now Indy is four weeks. A month? She's a month She's today. A month? I can't believe it. So I feel like a lot has happened probably in your life yeah. and in Indy's little life since then. So there's a ton to catch up on there. And then re- we never really got a chance to recap like the holidays and how that went. And I feel like just... Yeah, life has been pretty full these days. It has. Yeah. <laughs> it's going by really fast, which is also wild to me, just how fast it's kind of all flying by. But I like some of the days feel long, obviously, but the days feel short. <laughs> the nights feel long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I want to hear. I, I feel like we should just jump in. And I feel like I, I, I mean, I have some stuff too to share, but I feel like the majority of the catch-up, I just want to hear like about this giant transition. And do you want to go first? Especially since I think she is... She's eating she's right eating now, yeah. And, and everything might be quiet for a little bit. So. For a little bit before we get another <laughs> giant... Full disclosure, two giant poops right before we got on <laughs> that Jess could hear through the phone. <laughs> they were really impressive, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, big girl. Yeah, so I have a baby. You probably... I've got so much sweet feedback about my birth story, which just was like, makes my heart so happy. People who tuned in and, and like brought them in tears and it reminded, or a lot of people who said it reminded them of theirs, which I think that's kind of why we share birth stories and why we're doing this series is because there's just like this shared experience. And though no one, no two stories are exactly the same. There's always things that just bring, bring to memory our own experiences. If you've had a baby. And then I know people who love hearing birth stories, even who have not had a baby and don't know if they ever will. I think it's just like the shared human experience really. And just like the raw emotion that comes with like retelling those kinds of things. So I can't wait to go listen back soon and feel all the feels. Maybe I'll do that today to celebrate her one month birthday. 
but things have been pretty good. <laughs> I recorded what, like uh, she was, gosh, not very, she was days old. I don't even yeah. think she was a week old yet. Yeah. Cause she was born on a Sunday, Saturday morning and I recorded on Tuesday with you, I believe. So yeah, things have been great. She's a little dreamboat. She's gaining weight beautifully. Like a, a week, you know, I think it was like two weeks in, she had already put on like over a pound and a half. So she's eating a lot and so sweet. And Evie's super obsessed. So our world has been primarily, you know, new, navigating the new, the new, new of our life of having this new addition. It's, it's so funny because in some ways it feels like she's been with us forever. And there are other things that are very new, like finding our rhythm and then getting it all rocked and then finding a new rhythm and then getting it all rocked. And just that it's such a good lesson. Having a newborn is such a good lesson in surrender. But Evie has been such an incredible big sister. Like sometimes I have to play defense because she loves on her so much, just, like kisses <laughs> in her eyeballs and like sucking on her nose. I'm like, <laughs> you just, that's an aggressively sloppy kiss child. So we're, <laughs> we're kind of sorting that out. I have been working some, not as much as I was prior, but still like finding my rhythm there. And mostly, you know, I'm leaning a lot more in a newsletter than Instagram. I haven't been on Instagram nearly as much. So if you have a message for me in my inbox and I have not replied, shoot me an email (laughs) because (laughs) I'm just, I'm like, I can't, I don't have the capacity to keep up with like all of that. We actually also got COVID when Evie, when Indy was three weeks, three weeks old. And that was you know, in, in the midst of it. So the first day it, I will say that we had a, we had a pretty mild across the board, which I'm grateful for. And we're set up with like lots of supplements. We nourish ourselves really well. I think it, it finally got us because we were pretty run down. Like Rusty was, Rusty's the one that got it first. He was coaching a ton, waking up super early, not sleeping much, staying up too late, navigating a bunch of work interviews and like all this stuff. And so I got him. I, I really think that like, we're, we're all exposed to this all the time at this point, this new variant, right? Like we're, we're exposed to all kinds of viruses and bugs and stuff, especially this time of year. And I think when it really gets us for the most part is when we're, when we're run down and our immune systems are a little bit suppressed. So anyways, he got it. And then I woke up, I got it on a Sunday, woke up in the middle of the night, like Saturday night. And my symptoms were so different than the rest of my families. Cause I, I just had, like horrific. I know I was texting you horrific for 12 hours, horrible headache and horrible, horrible body pain, like body aching. It, it, it didn't even feel like a typical flu, like body ache. It was like my low back and hips were like in a vice. My legs hurt so bad. I was like trying to crawl out of my own body. I took a lot of Epsom baths and you know, Indy rest, she snoozed a lot that day. She was still nursing and everything totally fine, but just like she was, she was sleeping a lot probably in defense and so we just like laid around at that point, Rusty had like a cold basically is what it seemed like. Evie was, had nothing and he had nothing except for she was sleepy. And then it was just kind of like, you know, Evie kind of got a cold, a little bit of sniffles, a little bit of a cough and same with Indy. She got sniffles, which was well, scary when a three week old is sick. And I know I was texting you about that. Like I had my 12 hours that were hard the next day. I had like a little bit of body aches, but barely any. And then I've, I've been pretty much fine ever since. Rusty's was still basically still fighting off what's now like a, a two week cold. And Evie, same thing. She's got like, she has, she never got lower energy, never seemed tired, just like the runny nose. And then Indy got a runny nose too. And it turned, she had a little bit of a cough. And of course, like I'm a brand, she's brand new. (laughs) I'm freaking out. Evie never got sick until she was a year and a half old because she was a summer baby. And we lived in a place where it's like way sunnier and drier. It's so wet and cold here this time of year. So I'm not used to having a newborn get sick. And she was coughing, but I, fortunately we have a dream of a naturopath who I've been on like constant texts with plus my midwife. And she was like, it, she doesn't have like an actual cough. Cause you know, she listened to it and everything. She's like, she just has that post nasal drip. So she just had a runny nose, but the snot, you know, drips. Cause she's so everything's so close together. That's not kind of drips into the throat. And then she isn't a, good at like 
blowing her nose or coughing. So she had a little bit of a cough, but she's doing just fine now. I am on the other side of the anxiety around that because I was definitely anxious. And then I was telling you, like, I felt like I kind of got robbed of some of the sweet postpartum. I say it now and it always sounds ridiculous, but in the moment it felt very valid and very real. And it was very valid. Just this like feeling of like grieving, kind of losing a week or so of that like postpartum bliss. I I definitely went back to a lot of life stuff pretty quick, as you know, because as I do. And so I just was like, oh my gosh, now I'm three weeks postpartum. I, my body's like, I'm still like, well, I actually had stopped bleeding, but COVID that, that day of like, when I felt really sick, it brought back. So I was like bleeding again, not a ton, but like spotting my body just felt so run down. I felt like I had taken steps backwards with my healing. I was so stressed out my baby. And I just felt like we had such a beautiful little rhythm going. And I just felt like it all got taken away. And in the moment I was like, we're never going to get it back. You know, I just got kind of like spirally, but now we're on the other side of it. And I'm like, okay. I have my sweet, everything's back to the way that it was. And we're finding our rhythm again. And, you know, Evie's back in school and like, we're all good. But in the moment it can feel, and I know that anxiety is, can be a symptom of COVID too. It can kind of like exacerbate anxieties. And so I had a few days where I was like crying and sad and just bummed out that it, that we got it. But now that we're on the other side of it, I'm like, sweet, we have immunity. And Indy, now her immune system is going to be that much stronger. We're all fine. It was very mild in the grand scheme. And also, like, I, it's not like I had gotten back to, I was telling the rest of this too, like, I'm really looking forward to training again, relative to my, where I'm at, you know, getting back into it nice and slow and all that and, and honoring my body. But like, at least I didn't, I wasn't back into like a really good rhythm and getting to the gym and like super active and then kind of get set back. It's like, I'm already just laying around and resting. This was a, potentially a needed reminder for me to like slow down and a really, a really clear silver lining for me, the most clear silver lining is that Rusty had been going pretty much nonstop with like coaching and job interviews and t- dropping off and picking up Evie from school. When she was two days old, he drove down to Oregon to drop the van off for, for some work. It's just been like, he's been doing pretty much going nonstop, you know, the one going to the grocery store, Costco, just taking care of everything. And he hasn't gotten a lot of time to just like sit around and hold Indy. And so the biggest silver lining for me is that we had this whole like quarantine period for him just to like lay around and hold her a ton. And I feel like that that's really special. So looking back now, I'm like, okay, there were definitely silver linings. It slowed me down again. The hardest part, I think, I think some other parents might be able to relate to this, but the hardest part was just having Evie feel great and keeping her home from school <laughs> and just like having like, you know, we, we've been, we were tired. I was a little bit stressed and anxious and like, I just feel for her because she didn't have like her parents at full capacity. She, we couldn't take her to the library or, you know, we are like pretty much just staying home. I didn't want to get Evie Indy out too much in the elements because she's so tiny still. She doesn't have, she doesn't fit into a lot of her like cold weather clothes yet. And so I don't really have the right gear for her to get her out into it. And I, you know, she's fighting this thing off. So we just spend a lot of time at home, which we're not good at. I'm not good at, Evie's not good at it. We'd like to be out. So it felt so good on Sunday. I got both girls bundled up and we went out and we got a hike in the trees and then it started raining. And so I, again, I don't have the proper gear for Indy for that kind of thing yet. So we walked, went back to the car and then drove to the beach, which is all, it's all nearby the, the rain stopped. And so we got to like collect sand, uh, uh, shells and rocks and count the rings on the driftwood logs that had floated up and see how old the trees were. And it was just so nice. And I was so proud of myself for like getting out with both of them and spending time in nature. And it just felt like, so like, okay, this is what I expected to be doing at this stage of postpartum is like getting them out for nearby nature adventures. And this coming weekend, my friend's throwing me a baby shower that was supposed to be on the eighth 
or 9th of January, but obviously <laughs> she was just a week old. So we pushed back. So it'll be so fun to get to celebrate, you know, Indy being here and have some like good clean crafted wine, which I haven't had any wine yet or anything to drink yet. Cause I've just been really focusing on recovery. So I'm looking forward to just like being with friends and uh, just like taking some deep breaths and know that we're on the other side of COVID. I've got this perfect little one month old. Are you so perfect? <laughs> and life is good. It's good. I feel like I'm in a much, much better place. It was kind of like that, that week long hiccup that's life. And that makes us, you know, it makes us more durable and it brings us closer together. And every time we overcome a challenge, we're stronger for it. So that's where we're at now. That's been the past week. It was kind of all consuming. I don't know how much I talked about like our new years and stuff and the holidays. We had a, like a truly magical holiday. Our Christmas was so special. We had a white, a full blown white Christmas, which I don't know if I had shared that. I'm like, what have I even talked about? But we had a full I, I don't even Christmas. know like what we've talked about. So, <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. So we woke up to the snowy Christmas and we love Christmas Eve. We like, you know, get outside and went for a hike and do the whole grilled cheese, tomato soup, the whole thing. It was so such a fun Christmas Eve. And then Christmas morning we woke up to snow outside and we did like stockings and cinnamon rolls and gifts and and then went and sledded in the snow and got like a full blown snowy morning and then came home and what did we even do? We just, we made a, I made a big old like holiday feast and we watched Christmas movies. It was just, it was so special and so sweet. And just, it was just us, you know, which we really wanted coming, heading into having a new baby. And then I swear my body and mind knew that she was coming early because that week between Christmas and new year's, I was constantly in my mind and allowed like verbalizing and thinking about how I really wanted to be slowing down. Like that week I felt like I didn't want to work. I wanted to spend so much time with Edie. I wanted to just keep it really slow and really mellow. We like got the tree down on the 26th and and prepped the house for home birth. And I got, I had everything ready that we need, you know, we're very minimal about these things. And so I think that on many levels I knew, and on that Tuesday after Christmas, I started cramping. I think I said this and we were at dinner with friends and I was like, this is happening. So just really nice to have that super slow week between Christmas and New Year's and then to go into labor, have my water break on New Year's Eve. It was just like, I don't know, really, really special. And then to have New Year's Day with her born and still there's like snow everywhere. We had a super, and like when it's, when there's snow outside, everything is quieter. It's like New Year's Day. So it's already quiet. People are typically staying in and then snow everywhere. It was just like this beautiful, crisp, quiet, like new year, this brand new life joined us. It was just complete magic. So just really, really grateful for the way that it all panned out. And then I think I'd shared here that in my birth story that I, we had planned on having Jenna, our friend Jenna and her family, we were farm over for a big like new year's feast. So I had all this food prepped, a pie and cinnamon rolls and a turkey brining. So we just, our new year's day was just so special to get to eat and feast and celebrate this little love. We sang to her with a zero candle on a pumpkin pie. <laughs> just super fun. <laughs> but yeah, and then we're just finding our rhythm. Evie's loving school so much and she's just such a good big sister. I, you know, I, I, I was always worried about, people talk a lot about the transition, how it can be really hard for big siblings. And of course we've had our spare of like, she's challenging us in new ways, which I think is partly because of Indy and also partly because she's four and a half and finding her voice. And we're trying to like, you know, we had a long talk last night because she'll sometimes we'll tell, ask her to do something. I'm sure that there's solidarity here and she'll just, she just won't, she'll do the opposite. Like I'll say, no, don't, don't, don't grab that or put that down. And she'll just like keep doing whatever she's doing. And so we're talking about a lot now, like, instead of just being like, you have to do what we say because we say it, like if you, it's fine. If you, if you disagree with what we're asking of you, but in that moment you need to still stop in case, especially if it's like a safety issue, 
and you can ask why you can always ask why, but you just, you, we just need communication. So we're talking a lot about communication and like how it's okay to question us, but we just have to make sure that we're talking to each other because, you know, my, our patience is a little bit like worn a little thin. So we're really working on communicating with her and making sure that she feels heard and that she knows she can always ask why and that kind of thing. But it's, it's a lot to, to juggle <laughs> in this season. We're finding our rhythm and she is so helpful. Like I can, I can ask her to go grab anything to throw the diapers away, to pick out the clothes. Like she's so helpful. And even if Indy's fussing, she'll go and she can like kind of, if she's on the bed, she can swoop her up onto her lap and hold her. And Indy's, you know, typically they don't smile till like a couple months outside of like the reflex smile. But I do feel like she's having more of those reflex smiles when she hears Evie's voice. So I don't know. I don't know how much of it is just, you know, in my brain, but it seems like she's smiling a little bit when she knows her sister's around, which is just so sweet. So yeah, that's the, I feel like the flight is here. My mom was supposed to come fly out the day that we got COVID. So she pushed back. So she's coming next week, which will be great. We've got Valentine's day coming up. My mom's coming the next day. So rest and I, I'm sure we'll get some sort of date. We'll probably bring Indy with us and have my mom stay with Evie. And then She'll leave on the 19th and then it's Rusty's birthday on the 21st. So our plan is to do something fun that weekend. Maybe have our first night away, maybe. Or we'll just have like a day trip to Port Townsend and eat all the good food and just celebrate him. And and I'm definitely itching. It's so funny. In the middle of the night, I'm such a seven. In the middle of the night, I'll be like nursing her and just having flashbacks to some of our favorite adventures in the van and like Bend, Oregon and like all these different places that we've been and our, our like year, year and a half long living in it. And I know that my body and brain are itching to, to get back out. So I'm looking forward to some, to start some nearby adventures and then as spring and summer roll around some bigger ones. And yeah, I think that's the, that's mostly where I'm at these days. (laughs) Life is good. Hello, friends. Jess and Laura here popping on for a quick word. You know that we make it our personal mission to partner with companies we know, love, and trust. And we are so proud to announce we're partnering again with one of our favorite brands, Haya. Haya is a thoughtfully sourced kids multivitamin made from a blend of 12 farm fresh fruits and vegetables and turbocharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals known to help support a healthy immune system, energy levels, brain function, mood, teeth, bones, and more. Minus all the sugar you might find in typical kids vitamins. It's also non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. The other really cool part is that Haya arrives straight to your door every month, which is one less thing to remember. And your first month comes with a reusable glass bottle your kids can personalize with stickers. You should see Bear and Cammies. They are decorated to the nines. And then every month thereafter, Haya is going to send you a no-plastic refill pouch of fresh vitamins, which means it's good for us and the environment. I love it. Evie stickers ended up all over the house. <laughs> we, we worked out a special offer with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com forward slash Modern Mamas or enter code Modern Mamas at checkout. That's H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash Modern Mamas and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Full discount applied at checkout. It sounds amazing. It sounds like, oh, you know, I mean, we've chatted. I, I feel like I, we've chatted about a lot of this, like already off, off podcast, but it's cool to kind of get that recap all in one place and like realize really, truly how much has happened since Christmas. Like it's just been like over a month, a little over a month since Christmas happened. And it feels like an eternity. <laughs> it really does. It's so wild to think about. Cause I'm like sitting here talking about New Year's. I'm like, that feels like it was months ago, but yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. 
One Not month ago. I know. That's crazy. It's crazy. Well, thanks yeah. for the update. Anything else you want to add? I guess just on the business front, like I'm, you know, mostly taking it slower, but still like have the sourdough stuff is going strong. I can't, it, every time someone makes an order or like shares a loaf on, on social media or whatever, I just, it makes my heart so happy. I'm really loving that. Just sharing the sourdough love. So I've got in my shop, I think I've shared here that I had my kid's book went live. So I've got a, a kid's book that I wrote and my sister illustrated. And then I got just my regular recipe book for that's all like sourdough discards stuff, recipes like pizza and all that cornbread and tortillas and pancakes. And then I've got a box, like a full curated box to get people started. I'm selling my starter in there. And so that's been really, really fun uh, as far as just like, you know, Mallory's helped a ton with like She's doing the shipping. So being able to keep that stocked has been really great through this season just to kind of get to share. That's something that's kind of just running on its own. I keep dehydrating starter and I keep sharing on social media and the shop keeps growing. So that's been really fun. Yeah. I feel like, you know, that's, that's the, the main of it. We're being fed a lot by by Harvest House so, or Daily Harvest over here, which has been really great. I don't know if any if you've heard of it, but have you heard you've heard of Daily Harvest? Yes, it's like smoothies and and like cookie dough bites and ice cream, and and they had to have these big Harvest bakes that like can feed all of us and bowls and oatmeal, and it's been great to have a freezer stocked with that and ButcherBox just kind of like keep us fed. When you know, I still I love cooking and. I, for the most part, still want to be making recipes that I love, but definitely I'd say at least a couple nights a week, we need like a serious easy button. So that's been really great. And we've had wonderful friends like buy us dinner for takeout and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's a good, we're in a good, I feel like we're in a pretty good rhythm. I have days where I'm like, I don't want to do anything, but snuggle my baby today. And so I'm just trying to figure out how to work my brain into <laughs> embracing those days a little bit more. I think mm-hmm. that's been a struggle for me is like feeling like I've got to do everything and I don't, I can rest and it's things will continue. Life will go on if I just rest a little bit more, but you know, it's a good, it's a good lesson and a good practice for me for sure. So. Well, I've been really proud of you and Thank I you. know it's not easy. I mean, I know it is easy, but it's also not easy. Like, <laughs> you know, struggling yeah, totally. that inner struggle, you know, you know, not that you are particularly succumbed to like the shoulds of life. I feel like you do a really good job of like blocking those out, but you know, they show up, you know, and there are some things that we feel like we have to do, like when it comes to work and supporting mm. our family and all of that. But I, I'm really proud of you. And all the work Thank that you've you. done to like go against that and like listen to your body and listen to your heart. So love you, friend. I love you. And I <laughs> want to hear what's going on in your world. Oh my goodness. Let's see. I did not have anything exciting as as exciting as having a baby <laughs> happen yeah. to me over the last month. <laughs> but I've been loving living vicariously through you and little indie shots and like just snippets of her, of y'all's life with her. It's like precious. But let's see. Christmas. Okay, let's just take it way back <laughs> to Christmas. Um, Christmas was delightful. It was really, really great. We did a Christmas Eve church, our Christmas Eve church service. We did Christmas Eve dinner. I just like talking about food. I'm just like, what food did we eat? That's what I really want to talk about. We did tamales, which is kind of a traditional thing in Tim's family. I don't know if it's like a traditional Texan thing, but Tim's family is from Mexico, like his, his mom and, and their family. And tamales is like a huge, like just the food is a huge part of like the gatherings that we do with their family. So we did tamales, which from our favorite place, which just, oh my gosh, if you've never had a tamale, I don't know. Is it like, do people eat tamales other places? 
besides Texas. <laughs> I know sure I ate them in California. They're delicious. Okay. I'm sure I'm like, I'm sure they do, but I, they're just like everywhere here. There's like yeah. tamale stands that pop up during the holidays because it's kind of like a a more a holiday pronounced food, I guess, though you can get them like all the time. But and there's people that like have tamale making parties and like you have to place orders at certain places because they're just that popular. So we did tamales. We did a big old like Tim's family. We all got together and did a big old pot of beans. Tim made his rice that's from a recipe that was passed down through his family. And it's just so good. And I made so many baked goods. I made a spice cake. What else did I make? Cookies out the wazoo. And Cammie was so like, this is the first year that she was like, I could not get Bear to help me at all, but he ate a lot of cookie dough. <laughs> but Cammie was the one who actually like wanted to help me decorate and stuff. And so we did, I had to let go of like how they looked this season. And we did some like abstract Jackson Pollock style sugar cookie decorating, which was really fun for Cammie. So we did cookies and spice cake and just Tim made lots of loaves. He made literally one of his best loaves ever, like a cranberry walnut sourdough loaf and like with some honey like swirled in and then like a regular loaf. So that was Christmas Eve. That was the, also the day, and I'll get to this part later, that we were unknowingly exposed to COVID <laughs> as well. But at the time, it was great. We had a wonderful time. <laughs> I feel like there are so many people who've had it in January. Like, yes. it just seems like there's been a huge, you know, I went for a while not knowing that many people who'd had it. I'd say like 50, maybe 50% of people that I know or less. And now it's like almost everybody's gotten it at some point. I know. Well, that was, we, we definitely got exposed at, during that on Christmas Eve, but we didn't know about it. And so we had a great Christmas day. We did, I do like a French toast bake and over, overnight French toast bake that we have done for the last couple of years. And we did that. Our oven though, I forgot to tell you about this. So a whole saga with our oven lately, it's literally an oven from like the 1970s. We got confirmation. It's from a brand that like Tim's mom was like, oh yeah, that used to be a big brand like back in the seventies. Never seen it before. It's called Tappan, but it was, it's a old gas range and we it's been like on the fritz like the actual oven the stove is fine the stove was working fine but on christmas day it, it just never got hot like it just for hours we were waiting for it to like warm up and it just never like came to temp like i think the highest it went was like 100 degrees so our our french toast bake we had to like just it was kind of a <laughs> shit show we air fried it we did all these different things it ended up coming out delicious but we had French toast bake. We had presents. We had my dad came over, which he's been doing for the last couple of years. And just it was really, really fun. And the kids just coming out. I don't know. It's just it's it's really special. And so Christmas Day was awesome. And then later that day was when we you know found out that we got exposed to COVID. And so we were all feeling fine at that point. But we just kind of like were kind of on the lookout. And we were thinking, you know, like we weren't in that close of contact, like maybe we'll avoid it. We'll bear on Sunday. So I guess Christmas was on Saturday, Christmas Day, I think. So on Sunday, he started with like this super dry cough. And I was like, oh, God, here is this it. So then I started doing some research and like saw that, you know, this dry cough was like, a, I guess, a, a regular, like a known symptom of the, the Omicron variant. So I was like, OK, so let's stay home like we're going to stay home. Not that we had like big plans to go anywhere. Like anyways, that week between like Christmas and New Year, we always just kind of like lay low. But he started with a cough and then 
that was it. Like he, he had a cough. Cammy had no symptoms whatsoever. Tim had like a cough type cold, kind of like what you were describing with Rusty. And so we were like, okay, this is probably it. We're just going to like quarantine. And we couldn't get a hold of any like home tests. And so we scheduled a plate like to go get tested on because we had plans. Our friend, our mutual friend, Melissa, we were going to do a New Year's Eve party. We're going to do like, you know, the whole thing. Like we're going to do Frito pies and have a fire pit and have sparklers and make black eyed peas, like all that stuff. But I was like, I just want to test just to make sure I'm, I'm feeling fine at this point. The only one who really has like symptoms, symptoms is bear with his cough. So we ske- we had to schedule out because everything was packed, um, all the testing centers. And so Wednesday we were able to drive to a nearby town to get tested. Well, on Wednesday we were taking a walk like early and we weren't able to go get tested until Wednesday afternoon. On Wednesday we were taking a walk around the neighborhood and just to get outside and get some fresh air. And I was like, I'm like, just, I felt it hit me. I was like, I don't, I'm tired. I'm so tired. And Tim was like, are you okay? I'm like, I need, like, I need to go back to the house and lay down. And so I went back to the house, like crawled into the bed. And that was when I was like, okay, I think I, I think we've got it. Like we're getting tested that afternoon anyways, but I was like pretty 99% sure because this is the second time we've got COVID I've shared on this before, but it was almost exactly the same, like identical, like identical symptoms for me and for everybody else. Like basically no one else really had any symptoms except for me. And they were intense, kind of like what you said, Laura, for, for about 24 hours, it was pretty intense. It was the muscle aches and pains, the chills. I threw up once the intense headache that was like, it's, it's hard to describe. Like I don't ever when I share like about my experience, like I never, A, I never want anyone to feel like I'm making light of it because it it does suck. <laughs> it doesn't feel fun. I mean, getting sick never does. But at the same time, like I don't want to like scare anyone, but for a short period of time, that was pretty intense. And then I had, I think I was sharing with you, like a random symptom that at the time wasn't like super common, but I had like this weird eye pain, um, like eye pain, like in my eyeballs, like not like migraine headache pain, but just like my eye socket and eyeball hurt. And that actually lingered for a while. But so it was really intense. We went to get tested, which was terrible because we had to drive like 30 minutes. And I, it was like the peak of how bad I was feeling. And then we got tested and it was so crazy. Literally on the way home from getting tested, I was like, I'm feeling better. <laughs> like I had to sleep like I was curled up in a ball on the way to the testing site because it was like so bad. And then on the way back, I was like, I can't believe I'm feeling better. Like I literally, it was like, a, I was a different person. So anyways, all that to say, it was a fairly mild, thank goodness for everybody and intense for a short period of time, but a fairly quick recovery. And the only lingering symptom for for me was the eye pain and that's all gone. And then Bear is still dealing with a cough, which we've just been keeping an eye on. Chatted with the doctor yesterday about it. It's that it's not like a like a phlegmy, chesty cough. It's like a super dry cough. And it's just like as a mom, you're just like you you want your kid to feel 100 <laughs> percent so it's just something we've been it's so hard seeing so them hard. uncomfortable it's so hard rusty but, has that rusty's turn yeah. has turned into like just a dry cough too what are y'all, are y'all doing anything like that's helpful because uh, there's this stuff that megan garcia recommended to me it's called pipe cleaner it's like a uh, chinese herb mm. 
Mm. Um, you can get it on Amazon. So I got that and that seems to be helping. And then I got like, there's like a, oh, good burp. There's a mucus and cough syrup that Garden of Life makes mm-hmm. for grownups that's like, doesn't have any added sugar or anything. And and that's been helping. He's, especially if he's having a fit in the middle of the night, he takes that and it helps a lot. So the past two days, that's been helping a ton. If you've been here for long, you know I love Paleo Valley, and today I want to share some extra love for their 100% grass-fed beef sticks. These sticks are unlike any other jerky or meat stick on the market. They're made from 100% grass-fed beef, which has higher levels of omega-3 fatty acids, essential vitamins and minerals, glutathione, CLA, bioavailable protein, and more. And on top of that, Paleo Valley beef sticks use old-world methods of fermentation, which gives the beef sticks a long shelf life without any of the harmful acids and chemicals that many other products use. They're also free of added hormones, MSG, sugars, and vegetable oils. And perhaps, best of all, they're delicious. The whole family approves. I pack two in Evie's for school lunch every day with joy, knowing she's getting deep nourishment to fuel her adventure. And they've come super in handy for me to fuel this postpartum breastfeeding hunger. We're excited to offer our listeners a special 15% off discount. Simply visit www.paleovalley.com forward slash modern mamas or use code modern mamas at checkout. Happy nourishing. We've actually resorted, like we've tried all the natural remedies and we've resorted to just like, my sister's a nurse practitioner. So she, she was like, he probably just needs like a couple days on this. Like, I, I can't remember the name of the the active ingredient, but so we're doing that. We've got the humidifier, like blasting straight on him in his room. We've got cough drops. We've using the beekeeper's spray, which has actually been really, really helpful. He like also takes a spoonful of the beekeeper's honey, like every like couple hours. And that's been super helpful, but it's really mostly at like night and in the morning, I think just because like positionally. And so just keeping an eye on that, because he's always been my kid who has like a reactive airway. Like he had reactive airway disorder when he was a kid. Like we always thought he was getting croup all the time. But like our pediatrician finally said, like, it's not croup. It's like anytime he just gets inflamed, like his airway, like just reacts. So like he was on a nebulizer as a kid, like anytime he would get that cough. So Otherwise, like, I mean, they're just bouncing off the walls. We're all feeling so much better. So that was kind of most of our January because, again, like with testing and, and quarantine, like restrictions and stuff with school, like we were just kind of having to to wait that out for a while. And so we didn't we I would say last week was their first week where we're like the kids were back full time because we also had like holidays from school and like teacher work days. And so we had our first like real week of of maybe normalcy. (laughs) And so it's been good. And I, you know, typically I really enjoy January and this feeling of like, yay, we're starting a new year. Like, let's think about like our goals and let's like think about all the things we want to do. And that has not been my experience this year. I, and I've recently read and heard more about this concept of wintering and there's a book about it. I really want to read, but basically it's like, you know, this idea that January starts the new year and new you, like you got to get all your, your, your act together and eat right and exercise. It's actually like a very, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like social, socially constructed, like recent thing. And really because January is in the middle of winter and seasonally and nature, all of the things energy is very low. Light is low. Like, you know, we're still, everything's cold outside. Everything is still in this like period of slowness, but it's like in such direct contrast to this idea that like society is telling us like, now's the time, like get your act together (laughs) and like, you know, like pull yourself up and like get after all your goals. And so a lot of people, at least who embrace this concept of wintering are saying, 
you know, we're still in it. We're still in a very slow season. So like, yes, make goals. It's always good to like start with intentions and all that things, but maybe you, you might find that you might not have the energy and the mind space for that until like late February or early March, or even like after, you know, April, what's the next month? I'm like, words are hard. And so, and that's also okay. And so I've just been embracing that. And finally, I feel like I've even been able to like, think about stuff like that, you know, like what I want to do and what I want to pour my energy into. And so I don't know, I don't know if anyone's feeling the same, but I have definitely been struggling in terms of the like motivation department around all that stuff. But I did get to sit down and kind of think about goals. And my goals this year are very simple. And they're really focused on like my family (laughs) and myself and feeling that if I take care of, you know, these things, then I feel like my space and energy and capacity for like, quote unquote, work is going to be so much I'm going to be just so much more capable of that. So like we've started to do, and this is something, all my best ideas come from Tim, but we have started the concept of Sabbath. And I know Sabbath is like a biblical thing, but I think even if you don't necessarily want to look at it from like a religious standpoint, I think the idea of like an intentional rest day for our family, like you can look at it, you can just sub the word Sabbath for intentional rest day if you want to. But like this idea of, disconnecting from the world we are putting our electronics away putting our phone away i keep our phone on just in case something someone needs us but like i don't get on it we don't watch tv there's one exception that i'll share but and we're just we make it really special and we call it ceasing and feasting so stopping kind of like the busyness of the world and really like feasting on life and food and each other and it's been so fun the first this i think this is like our fourth week to do it this past sunday but the first like time we did it i was super anxious cuz i was thinking like there's so much stuff i need to do i need to be like getting ready for the week i need to be doing all this stuff to like prep for food and like work and all this stuff and that was really hard and i thought that like i was never going to be able to just relax into this idea of rest and in subsequent weeks, it's gotten easier and easier. And it actually, I can't explain this idea of intentional rest has actually allowed me to like to kind of fill my cup a little bit to recharge and then to bring more energy to the work that I'm doing versus like, I know a lot of people will think, well, I can't take a day off. Like I've got to do, I have so much to do, but I feel like my capacity to better manage the hours, like the other six days that I'm, you know, quote unquote doing stuff has been so much higher since really trying to get that intentional 24 hour period. So what we do, and I think it can look, you know, different for every family, but on Saturday night, we like light a candle. We make it really special. We got this little book for the kids where we, because, you know, we're, we have like a religious reason for doing this. We kind of ask the kids a question and then we talk about like their answer with this little book that we have and then we kick it off with a really special meal and so sometimes it's going to be homemade sometimes we're going to go out to eat like this past weekend cammy and i went to the grocery store this was really fun we went to the grocery store and we just like walked around and we like picked up we went to it's kind of like a i don't know like a fancier grocery store like a whole foods down here in texas but they had all this like different fruit she'd never seen before and we got to like pick up like the basil and smell it and see like sumo citrus and like all these like weird shaped different fruits. And we got lychees. We brought some home, which I've never had one before and neither had she. And then we got 
guavas and apricots and stuff that they've never tasted. And, you know, not expensive, but like really fun new foods. We got like a special dessert and then we couldn't end up, we didn't end up finding anything that we wanted to eat at home. So we went out for tacos to our favorite place and we just kind of kicked that off. And then we put like our electronics away. So Tim and I have special time (laughs) that we connect and like we don't watch TV or anything like that. We usually read, go to bed. They let me feast on sleep on Sunday morning. So I get to kind of sleep in and Tim wakes up with the kids and they get to pick like a special breakfast that they want to do. So we've done donuts. We've done tacos. This past week, Cammie was like, I want cereal. And so we let them pick out some like, you know, just basic kid cereal, like cinnamon toast crunch and Cap'n Crunch, because we want it to be like just a really like decadent special time. And so they get to eat breakfast, their special breakfast, and then they watch a movie with Tim and it's like a family oriented movie. And then we go, we went to church and then spent the day like no electronics. And so for us, that's like reading, riding bikes, spending time outside. The kids are playing. And at first, I will tell you, I'm sorry, I'm just like rambling on about this. But at first, they were like fighting all the time. And they still do sometimes. It was like they couldn't quite figure out how to play with each other for this extended amount of time. And this past weekend, it was just like so nice. They really played together so well. They were in and out of the house, like back and forth. You know, sometimes they would take a break from each other, but for the most part, they were playing really well. We rode bikes. Bear has become, I don't, I don't know. I just, he's eight. He is really competent bike rider now. And he has been asking to like, Tim and I don't have bikes yet, but that's like on our list to do. He's been asking to ride around the block by himself. And I'm just like freaked out. I I just told Tim, I was like, I can't relax until he's back home. And it's just this lesson, like he has, to, he gets to ride around our little tiny block. It literally takes like a minute, but he has to check in like every time he, and like I'm on the porch the whole time, just like waiting for him to get there. And so, but it's been cool because I can see how, proud he is of himself you know and tim and i were talking like we were riding bikes at this age like all day we were gone like all day (laughs) and our parents would just be like come on for dinner like we'll see you later and i'm like having like an anxiety attack over him just like riding around the block and checking in after every time but anyways it's been good like just the independence and like the feeling of like i can see it like he's just so proud of himself and so He's been doing that. And then on Sunday, like we do, we've been doing burgers, like just a a fun family meal. And then on Sunday night, like we, Sabbath is over and we kind of get to jump back into, you know, prepping for school and taking baths and all that. But that's been a huge thing. It's a goal of mine is just to kind of focus on that and see how it changes our lives. Because everything I've read is that intentional 24 hour, like being and having an intentional rest day just spills like the benefits of it spill over into everything like connection with your family filling up your cup like being energized for work connection to your faith if that's something that's important to you so really focusing on that we are starting once a month we are going to do and we've already like blocked it off on our calendar we're going to pick the kids up early on a friday and we're going to have special time with each of the kids and we'll alternate like every month so like this coming up friday we'll pick them up And like Tim and Bear will have some special time that afternoon. And then Cammie and I will have some special time. And it won't necessarily be like, oh, we're going to the movies or we're going to spend money. But it'll just be like, we can go to the park. We can go to the library. We can do whatever they want to do. So we're starting that because I just, 
it's important to me. It's important to me for them to both feel loved and connected to us individually because we spend a lot of time together as a family, <laughs> like a lot of time, which is great. We love it. But I just, I think as they get older and they start to become individuals, like it just, I want to stay connected to their hearts. And so we're going to do that once a month really focusing on Tim and I. And so I just like chatted with Tim's mom, who's kind of like our, I mean, she's just the best, but she like committed to giving us like a date night every month, which we haven't been able to make happen for a really long time. Like sometimes we'll make it happen and sometimes we don't, but I really just want to be intentional with Tim and I's relationship this year. Been waking up early and having some reading time with the Lord. And again, like I know this some some people may be listening to this and be like, oh my gosh, like I have two young kids, like I'm not getting up early, like we aren't spending special time together because literally like we can't go out in public because the kids are running around. Like I, I understand that like I'm in a different season than a lot of people right now, but I feel like I'm really excited about this season. And so I am embracing it. And I know like things may change as the kids get older and they may not want to spend time with with us anymore. God, I hope they still do. But I just think it's important to acknowledge that like we're all in different seasons of parenting. And this is the season that I'm in. And I do get to like wake up early and have some alone time reading. And so I'm focusing on that. And those are the big things. I feel like I've been straight up talking for <laughs> like 45 minutes. What is up, y'all? We are back and ready to share about a new product that our guts are loving. Yes, I said our guts. Seed Daily Symbiotic. Let us fill you in on what it is and why we are loving it. Seeds Daily Symbiotic is a 24-strain pre- and probiotics that supports gut health, skin health, and so much more. Not to mention, it's actually clinically and scientifically studied, so you know you're getting in the real deal. And even better is that Seed puts the earth first. In your first purchase, you'll get a glass jar that is infinitely refillable. Your monthly refills are then delivered in compostable, biodegradable, and recyclable packaging. Supporting our gut health means supporting clear skin, less bloating, and even heart health. And keeps things regular, if you know what I mean. Because we want you to feel great too, please be sure to go to seed.com forward slash modern mamas or use code modern mamas at checkout to get 15% off your first month's supply of Seed's daily symbiotic. Click the link in the description to get started. Stay regular, friends. I love it so much. It's only been, it has not been 45 minutes. Okay. I'm feeling super, super inspired by you. I love that because, you know, it's like, we are in a season where we have two little kids and mm-hmm. it's sometimes some days it feels like we're just barely keeping our head up. But mm-hmm. it's something I've been thinking a lot about is wanting to really start to have like focused time with Rusty, even mm-hmm. if like Andy's on our lap or, you know, one of us holding her, I really want to make that happen. So I feel grateful for the inspiration. And then you go from seven to seven. Is that what it is? 7 PM to 7 PM. Is that your, yes. Well, and it kind of like fluctuates, but yeah, usually seven to seven. <laughs> I love it. I want to, I'd like to start doing something similar too, because it's amazing how easy it is just to like kind of for us to like check out on our phones. And Mm -hmm. and then I might've missed it, but you said that you have, there's an exception to the show or screen. Oh, so in the morning on Sunday morning, the kids wake up, they can't like get on their iPads or like turn the TV on, but Tim, Bear and Cammy, they pick out like a movie to watch, like a special movie. They pick it out together. So like, and it's usually like a classic, like last Last weekend, it was Hook, which we all love. And then I think the weekend before that, I was like Princess Bride. So just a really like homey, familiar movie that we all love. And that is the like exception. 
to technology. I love it. Yeah. So they watch it in the morning? Or yeah, in, they watch it in the morning. So they, Tim told them, if you wake up... And so again, we're in the season of life where like our kids can wake up and not wake us up in the morning. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. So Tim's like, at eight o'clock, you can get me up and we'll start. We'll watch our movie and we'll have our, our special breakfast. But if you wake up before that, you're welcome to get up. But they are only allowed to like read and stuff, which has been just so precious. That's so cool. Evie's at an age where she can, she understands quiet time. So like if she wakes up early and we're still sleeping or whatever, we just say, go have quiet time. And she'll go in a room and just play, which is like, I'm so grateful for oh. in this season. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a game changer when they it can is. kind of entertain themselves for even just a little bit. And it's really cool. I'm sure you'll see this as your girls get older too. Like it's cool because, you know, Kimmy can't necessarily like make herself breakfast in the morning, but Bear can. Bear can like, yeah. help. I mean, easy stuff, obviously, but like Bear will help her like get situated or grab a book or get a snack or whatever. And I'm sure you'll see that like as Evie and Indy get older. Like that just little cooperation that they have together. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's been really nice. Like I said, who knows how long rhythms change constantly. Like you're saying, like we'll get into Mm -hmm. a rhythm and then someone's needs will change or, you know, the season of life will be more work heavy or, you know, whatever, what have you. But I just think it's important, at least for us, like establishing those rhythms has been really cool. Like in general. I love it. Yeah, I want to I want to start to find because we had a great rhythm before Indy came and we're finding a new one. But I think we could use more like intentional. We've definitely been watching. I mean, granted, we just came off of a week of COVID, but yeah, totally. We've been watching more TV than I would like. And so and I, I enjoy the evenings when we don't because typically we'll put on like a like Great British Baking Show or something mm-hmm. after after dinner. But and watch that as a family. But I definitely appreciate when we don't like I notice a difference mm-hmm. in just overall mood and our feeling of connection, you know, so totally it'll be nice to implement something like that totally i mean we watched a crap ton of tv and i think we found a new tradition between like that week between christmas and new year's so the kids were begging to watch lord of the rings and to me i'm like okay some of this stuff is very scary even though i think the story is beautiful for like most ages like the orcs and you know even Gollum, like just really Ugh, like I just get grossed out, but we tested it out with Cami. We kind of showed her some, some of the scenes and she's like, I want to watch it. I want to watch it so bad. And so we started watching Lord of the Rings and everyone was so into it. We had to take mini breaks because the movies are like two and a half hours long. I mean, they're just crazy long. And surprisingly, Cami was the one who was the most into it, but we watched the Lord of the Rings saga who, I mean, Tim and I are both big fans and that was really fun. Like we watched, like I said, we watched a lot of TV, but I think it's like that week between Christmas and New Year's. It's like, who even knows what's happening? <laughs> like there's no plan. Like you're still kind of like eating Christmas food. Like you're, you know, it's just, you don't know what day of the week it is. You don't is. know what day of the week we it is. We had snow. So we spent a lot of time out in the snow, which was awesome. Oh, that's but awesome. But yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like all in all, you know, minus COVID, it was a really, really good season and just very insightful. Like, like I said, even even the hard things we we kind of took a lot of lessons from and just using that to kind of formulate a new way forward. So, mm-hmm, totally. yeah, so you gain perspective and yeah. and pri- you realize priorities. And mm-hmm. I know that, like, I just am realizing I want more low stress family time where we're just like soaking each other in and, and not feeling because my word for this year is abundance. And then we haven't talked much about words and I'm sure we can maybe just, we can focus on that in the next episode, but 
abundance of like both for us as transition into maybe yes, financial abundance and feeling less financial stress, but then also like abundance of like energy and joy and time with the people that we love the abundance of the things that matter most kind Mm -hmm. of. And so I, it's something that I really want to continue to lean into as we move into February and out of this like immediate, you know, month of postpartum fog or not fog bubble, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, into like figuring out more, more rhythms and more intentional time as a family of four. Totally. I just keep getting glimpses, like heart checks kind of, you know, especially Mm -hmm. as the kids get older, it's like, yes, we have to work. Yes, we have to provide, but I only get so much like the time like this, you know, and they're only this age for so long. And, you know, it's just, I, I want to soak it up as much as possible and I'm not perfect by any means. Yeah. It goes really, really fast and definitely not perfect. Definitely lose my temper, you know, quick to snap at times but for the most Mm -hmm. part like I feel like we're entering into a season where we're just able to like pour into our kids and and pour into each other and so just embracing that for as long as as we can totally Evie's get super excited I told her you know once we're on the other side of COVID which we are now that she and I are gonna have like just a mother-daughter coffee date so I'll do that one afternoon this week and I I really can't wait she's been super looking forward to it and we'll leave Indy with daddy and just go get some some coffee, a steamer, and a pastry, and she's super pumped on that. So, yeah, it's like for now finding the intentional time because I used to have a lot of intentional time with Jesse, a lot mm-hmm. of it, especially out in nature. Like we, you know, we get out all the time, and so it's, I want to make sure that I still really lean into that. Mm-hmm. You spit in over here <laughs> and find <laughs> find the time. Totally. Well, friends, I'm sure there's more. I'm sure there's more. I'm I'm skipping out. I I just like. There's yeah, it just we're we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back. we'll be back for more catching up. More, <laughs> I know as soon as we rambling. get off, I'm gonna be like, oh, I forgot to talk about that. I forgot to talk about that. <laughs> you know, but yeah, we've got all the we'll time. We'll get back into yeah. our regular, regular, regularly scheduled catch up episodes, and so we'll have we won't have such long stretches between. Absolutely, friends. Well, thanks for tuning in, and as always, y'all are the best. We hope we love that, you. Yeah, we love you. We hope you're getting into the rhythms, finding. New energy, healing, all the things, and we'll talk to you soon. Can't wait. Bye. Bye. They don't know what to say. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Bye.